Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that is us, watch cartoons. My name is Evan. And my name is Alex. Uh, normally, this is where I praise, I sing the song of how awesome our subject matter is today. I shall not, but I will <laughs> sing some praise for our guest today. We have my younger brother, Brendan Smith, joining us. Always a pleasure. It's been a while since you've been on. We have a, a mysterious unreleased episode that was uh, supposed to cover for while I was gone on the circle that we, we never ended up True. using. And True. so uh, it has been a while for you. Brendan, how are you doing? Say hi to everyone. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I uh, got to say, I was more excited to talk about this movie before I saw it. Uh, <laughs> so, um, But nonetheless, I'm excited to be here. Um, Brings me to my time. first point. Uh-huh. We're covering the sequel, number two, in, in a five-part trilogy. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, it's obviously Avatar. Everyone knows it's Avatar, not uh, The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I can't even Avatar. do this. Not the real Avatar. I can't even give this a proper intro right two. now. So we are covering James Cameron's uh, Avatar Way of Water. We'll get it out there. Me and Evan, for the past year, maybe year, honestly, have been ragging on this like hardcore. Mm-hmm. We went and saw it. That way, if you are not wanting to contribute to the box office, you don't have to. We're going to give you all the deets. Or if you uh, <laughs> feel disillusioned like like we did, uh, we have Brendan here, who's going to be a great perspective for us. Before he went and saw the movie, he was uh, touting, he was pointing fingers at us and said, you guys just wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, to be fair, you guys were very outwardly hating it we were haters praying okay. on its downfall yeah. we were <laughs> not not just hating you were praying on its downfall there's a you lot guys of were in the, you guys were in the i want to see james cameron lose camp which yeah. i get but yeah i have to i have to respect the fact that this man has made titanic and the terminator and both times people told him the movie wasn't gonna be good That's um fair. That is fair. Same with the first Avatar, you know? A lot yeah. of people said this movie's kind of, you know, eh. and then it came out and it was the number one movie ever in the box office, so. To be fair, I think, yes, we've been hard on this movie coming coming out, and we might be hard on it today. But what we have always contended is that the first movie was fine. It was a good yeah. movie. Yes, it was. Where we disagree Over- with... A, a large majority of people apparently is that it is the greatest movie ever made, which, yeah. and people are singing the praises of this one as well. And oh, the, the, the tell is you can ask someone dead on, you can say, was it a good movie? And they'll say the visuals were great. That's not the question yeah. I asked. That is not <laughs> the question I asked. I'm not shopping for a TV. Was it a good movie? And they're like, the the story's a little bit better than last time. It's like, okay, therein lies the admission that Avatar is not the greatest movie to have ever been. (laughs) The story was a little bit better than last time. That's more up for debate than whether it was good or not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, wait. Uh, We are going to, I know how the tone of this podcast is going to go. So you guys don't have to join me, but I I do at the top here. I want to give some things I liked. Because 
I came in with a really low bar. I was actually, me and Evan were fresh off seeing it this morning. We're, we are doing a full day of Avatar. So <laughs> I went to the theater. I, I, was, I was really dreading it, if I'm being honest. I was really not looking forward to it. I FaceTimed Brendan beforehand, and I was like, oh, there's a crowd. This place isn't even open. I was just like, <laughs> the whole vibe was off for me. Um, uh -huh. So I get there, though, and I saw it in IMAX. I saw it in 3D. I had not seen an IMAX or a 3D movie in a while. I did enjoy that. I won't lie. I enjoyed that part of it. That was cool. The other thing, I do think the story this time around is a little more memorable than the first one. I'm gonna I really want to get a little in there. I, I enjoyed bits of it. I really mm -hmm. liked uh some of the new younger characters uh that they included. Couldn't tell you most their names. And <laughs> um the last thing is I think for me. I understand this is cutting edge technology. It's the best CGI on the planet. The first one, I I just never it never clicked for me that I was like seeing something awe or inspiring or great. Like I think it was the forest. All this to get to my point, when they left the forest and went to the water, the visuals for me were much more clicking. But that being said, I don't know if this is a praise or a, or, or a diss. The whole thing looked like the whole movie looked like a video game cutscene to me. I'm not kidding. I, and once I you get that, that in I your head, what you mean. Yeah. it's it stuck with me. And a lot of the scenes, because they don't have a ton of plot, felt like a video game cutscene. You'll be interested to hear that James Cameron and his team uh, at Digital Domain, they're like the company that is the forefront of all the CGI stuff. Yeah. They built their, their water tank to film this in specifically so that it wouldn't look like a video game because the the standard method Oops. in Hollywood is to not film people in water using the motion capture. They mm. just add the water later. That's why the water looks so good with the CGI. Yeah, but the water looks I, great. I do agree with you. It does look very cutscene-y, and there are times where you can just tell looking at something like the animals that are full CGI, you can just tell they're not real and they, they didn't really use anything to like model off of that. But the one thing that Avatar does really well is, and better than any other movie, I would say, is they are able to put CGI and real people next to each other. And it looks more real than any other movie, I would say. Besides who framed Roger Rat? No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I agree with you. <laughs> or that Paddington. is a good point. There yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I, I agree in the wild. Uh, the the Navi and the humans look pretty good next to each other, but mm -hmm. one thing about this the movie that kind of bad in the spaceships though. In the spaceships, I thought it, it looked like Spy Kids 3D. Like <laughs> it, it does. It, really does. Look, it looked like a cartoonish set. Anytime yeah. they're inside a ship, and they're oh my god, Spy yeah. Kids 3D. Also, um, the dude in charge of the speed. Why was he like? black shades like men in black like <laughs> top gun like he was so out of place so, there was James a lot of like oakley's there is a lot <laughs> out of place here and i'm excited to get to it evan what what few praises do you have before we really like dive in um not to put you on the spot <laughs> i liked uh i did like their family Going yes. and and assim assimilating into the new tribe, that was mm -hmm. kind of cool. Um, it was no, I agree, I agree. And I liked 
the the final battle scenes, the fighting on the the ship as that it's sinking. That was the best part of the whole movie that to me. That was but the it, best so, part. I was like, oh, I finally sat up in my chair and I was like, oh, we're, yes. we're getting somewhere. So I even though that was the best part, I got some complaints, and so we can get to it. But here is overall biggest complaint number one, and I'm sure you guys can agree. This movie 100 percent could have been under like it could have been two hours long. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Sure. Yeah, they There's... needed to cut the middle hour out of the movie. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> that's and that's where they lost to happen. me. Before that's we... where they yeah, lost yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's let's let Brendan sing a few praises. What do you got? Do you have any more? I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess in terms of praises, um, just, uh, I mean, I mean, really the big thing is, is here's, here's the real, uh, bottom line is they didn't go into this movie trying to push the boundaries in terms of narrative. Like he, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he wrote this like back in 95. Like it, it wasn't, mm, doesn't surprise you me. know, it's, it's not like a huge developing story that he spent a ton of time on, um, they really made this movie to push the VFX. And like you said, Evan, you're not shopping for TVs. You're here to see a movie. So that's, I think, where it loses people. It's like, yes, this is an incredible, marvelous feat of a film. But it's like you're drowning in turquoise concrete. And, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's hard to sit through when it's three hours and the story isn't too enticing. All of my praises really come from the technical aspects I just think from a narrative point of view, it was uh, done kind of lazy. Like, why sure. were there so many characters that came back from the first one after it was basically was so... presumed that they were done, that they were gone? This was the most mind-boggling part of the whole movie. They're doing, like, a summary of the wrap-up of of the first movie. They're like, we fell in love, we beat the Sky people, they took off. All of them left. We're good. <laughs> And then I shit you not, five minutes of exposition, we got family, we're, we're all good, and they're like, oh no, they're okay. back. <gasps> what? What? It's so bad. It literally yeah. was the same plot. Honestly, this felt like the movie he was trying to make with, with one, but he got caught up in the whole body-switching avatar plot of it. And this, to me, because it had so many of the same themes, it had so many it's of the, the same, same movie. Like, it was it was it it was literally the same a little bit like, yeah theatrical his, like his overarching theme is you know save the planet and he did it with the forest and now he does it with the water and you know yeah. the animals I, that's we that's can his get whole, into the white theme, savior you know? of it all too coming to save the indigenous people like of oh, course the God. one white guy and ready yeah. for this they added a new white savior in spider literally the two white <laughs> guys <laughs> why does he look save like Tarzan? i don't get it <laughs> Not only is it one more white savior, it's a white guy with dreads. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> so they, they picked the biggest prototype Tarzan <laughs> character but they could have. I liked built. Spider. I did really like Spider. Did you? Why? I did. He was right because... in the fence the whole time, and it pissed me off. Yeah. I thought he should have died at the end. That's not his fault. Zoe Saldana should have caught between that two worlds. He's very Tarzan. I mean, he's he's, he's going to be Tarzan. a villain in like four or five. I thought he was going to join movies. the general. Yeah, he's I definitely going to be up so that alley. When uh-huh. when Zoe Saldana's character, who shall remain nameless because I don't know her name, uh, <laughs> when she grabbed Spider and was like threatening him with the colonel, and he was like, "I don't care," like. 
that was honestly that was the most captivating part of the whole movie to me and so oh, thus yeah. i became interested in the spider storyline now sure i go wow is he still really gonna trust these navi and and he did go back but i mean obviously we know there's more movies we could that's the other yeah. thing this movie was so predictable I, I think I, I think like it is. I predicted almost every single beat that was going to happen, except for the boring, long, fucking drawn out shots. Didn't predict those. Yeah, there's uh, there's quite a few of them. Yeah. yeah, the I mean that's the last quarter of the movie. Um, Jake Sully's son, uh, spoilers, dies, in, in just before the climactic battle, and I was like, oh, like that was the, probably the first time in, in, during that this three hour movie that I like felt something. I was like, oh, I care about how this story gets resolved. Yeah, I was sad until I realized I didn't know his name. Yeah, they managed to say Jake Sully every five minutes on the dot. So Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana both return. They have a, a, a litter of kids in this movie. Zoe kind Z of returned. Yeah, she's has nothing to do in this movie. She is she's really benched the whole movie. It was really odd because I mean, uh -huh. she's a she. I mean, I, I guess Sam is famous, but like she's like the star in my opinion. I thought yeah. I guess I'm, I was wrong in that. Yeah, uh, and it it just felt undisturbed at the end. So they're connecting to the underwater tree this time, and it literally shows her plugging into the matrix. And then it opens up to Jake Sully. It opens up to Jake Sully's moment of mourning with his son, which is a moment I think we should have. But again, it's like she didn't get her own. She didn't get her own. She just sees it real quick, and that's she's very much uh, an afterthought in this whole movie. She she gets some cool action moments, but yeah, uh, yeah I she think good, she was a little bit robbed. Narratively, she had, was the mother who was I don't want to leave my baby. She had so little lines. It was really shocking to me. That's why I don't even remember her name. It's bad, but all of this, Nateri. you know, you got to think of it like a, like a season of television because that's how they're treating it while they're making it. It's, you know, that her, her story's probably going to come uh, in the next movie or the next movie. Like, that's just how they do yeah, it. Something like it that. Sucks. This was another complaint of mine is he's speaking full Navi, but he's still got his Mark Wahlberg dialect. Like it just like he never switched over to, outside of English. Mark like, Wahlberg. <laughs> dude, dude, he literally at one little point was like, "What's wrong, baby girl?" And I was like, "Shut <laughs> up!" The, the, the Navi do not say that. Like, God, I was like, "Oh my lord!" And it's just he literally is Mark Wahlberg throughout the movie. They're shooting arrows and riding, and he's like, "Not me. I use my guns still." <laughs> like, I, it's just. Uh. But like I said, I I think story wise, this was more of like Navi versus government where the first one was all entangled. Like I was so glad we did not spend so much time on the body switching because that uh -huh. was just like it, that felt so unnecessary to the plot. And it really like, God, could you imagine how long this movie would have been if he had a whole subplot on people still going into <laughs> avatars in and, and things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I was so glad we were done with that. Um, and I liked his family. So, like, to, to give it a little more praise, like, the family dynamic of it was what held down the movie. That's true. Yeah. It, it was like Avatar 1 plus a little bit of, like, Lilo and Stitch family themes thrown in there. So they yeah, stick yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. It was a found um, family. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a creative choice I don't agree with. Why is Sigourney Weaver playing the adopted daughter? That was he, so off-putting. He played the daughter? Hear, 
Yeah. It was her so own, weird. It was like that makes it was so like, much sense. Her her like figurative like spirit that lives on and has like some detached memory from her old form. She's also, also Navi Jesus, right? And the oh, reason we're so covering rare. this if you haven't caught it is this is the world's most expensive animated movie. This most expensive mo- movie potentially. Yeah. But it's yes, animated. I, think so. I, I feel yeah. after leaving the theater, I feel a thousand percent comfortable calling this an animated movie. Yeah, I mean, it needs two billion dollars to profit. So take yeah. that. Wait, I thought it just needed over worth. a billion. Why does it need two billion? Walk me through it needs that. Two billion to profit. But <laughs> it cost a billion to make. Those. Uh, yeah, but then there's it, marketing it costs, marketing, there, distribution. Not, yeah, James Cameron yeah. was a one-man marketing team for this, and I actually want to talk about this with this with you guys. Okay. I think James Cameron literally this whole last two years was just making headlines, saying whatever about this movie, solely to make headlines. I think James Cameron more than anyone else is a PR man. I think that's all he did. The whole bathroom thing and the holy fuck to Avatar 4 script and even just announcing it was a five-part series 20 years after the fact or whatever. Like, it's all just to nab headlines so people go and spend money on this movie. Yeah, I think he... he, I can imagine being in his position where he might feel like his back's against the ropes a little bit. He's He's done this great achievement in film, technically. It's one of the biggest box office technically of all time. Uh, and because it got so much, in my opinion, unwarranted praise, or I mean, maybe, maybe it is warranted, misdirected praise, let's say. It also got a lot of misdirected hate. And, and so I think maybe he's like coming out uh, fist swinging because he's like, like, don't you guys see what I've done? I think he's doubling down also. He's doubling down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I no, think there's like this ahead. lost correlation between like sales and like enjoyment in the theater. Like people see this large number that Avatar had in the past of like, there's like this giant box office movie. It's the best movie ever. But really, I mean, it was kind of like the Wii of movies like the Wii came out it was like this crazy technological advancement everybody was going crazy everybody wanted it sold out made all this money but is it the greatest console ever made probably not yeah you know it just was a technological marvel and uh to 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 speak on like your your point of um of like marketing james cameron is absolutely a marketing genius he he understands more than anybody else the way that you make money in film now, the way that you make your money back if you're going to take a huge risk is you distribute the film globally because all the money that he's making back, I mean, he's made $250 million roughly domestic. That's how much he's yeah. made back on this movie so far. He's made $800 million globally back. And part of the reason he keeps the story and the plot and the premise so simple so is because air. he needs it to get approved in places yeah. like China. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. Because even yeah. Marvel started grappling with some issues with China these last couple exactly. of years. And that's that's what they do too. Is they have a worldwide distribution, which uh, a lot of these more uh, artsy films can't get uh, can't get through. Yeah, yeah, and they're all subtitled in Papyrus. <laughs> also, wait, I thought <laughs> the planet's name was Pandora. Is that just what the humans call it? No, it's called Pandora, no isn't it? I feel like the 
the Zoe Mama Sully. <laughs> I feel like she was like. The theory? How do they call it? She, Awa? Awa. They, they all called yeah, it Awa. The, the, the mother, yeah. I but think I Pandora, thought they translated into the English. No, Pandora is just the fucking American given name. They're like, ah, we found Pandora. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, like how we call Germany, Germany. And, but they're Deutschland, yeah. Or it's literally, I was going to say Christopher Columbus came over here and was like, this is India? And they're like, no, 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 no. And he's like, ah, India. <laughs> they're Indians. He's like, hey, this is India. They're oh all Indians. Oh, my God, that is so funny. They, they don't understand yeah. what I'm asking. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just going back to earlier what we said, these are good films. Yeah. I just don't think they're as great as people are trying to make them out to be. Like, there's such a lack of nuance. Like, everything the has to be the people. greatest movie or everything has to be the worst movie. The young people in my theater walked out. I had two separate groups walk out during my, <laughs> and they were all young, I noted. Because yeah. the rest of my theater was really old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's hard and to I, do for a. <laughs> For a mm-hmm. young person nowadays, going to see a movie that's VFX heavy, <laughs> For it's three hard hours. to get them to walk out. Yeah. yeah, I know it sounds like we're on the side saying this is an awful movie, but it's like no, they're fine. Things can Rain be it in. fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. just like be realistic. <laughs> have let, we're the have other side of, discussion of the uh... about the 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 marvels and flaws of this movie. <laughs> Because there's a good, yeah. yeah, Evan hit it best. There's good things about this movie. I like, I, I do think, I know um, we may have varying degrees here. I think I liked it more than the first one. I think if you were to put a gun to my head and said, watch one of these two again, I'd watch the second one. <laughs> but um, that being said, if they're just as long moving forward, there's no way I'm continuing to see them in theaters. Yeah. Here's my problem. Because... Uh, Alex, you're such a hypocrite. You loved Zack Snyder's four-hour Justice League movie. What are you talking about? Here's the difference, people. I was at my home. I was at my home. Yeah. I was at my home. I just, I, I start to feel like a little claustrophobic being in the movie theater that long. And it's mm-hmm. no fault of the movie theater. It's no fault of whatever. I just, especially after COVID, I just, my attention span's a bit shorter. And that's part of why I go see a movie versus watching a TV show. Now, mm-hmm. I actually have a different question as well. Uh, Brendan, did you tell me yours had acts, like break scenes? So, I mean, the movie is broken up. No, we didn't have intermissions per se, but when in the movie they fade to black and then it comes on in a different scene, did you guys not have that? No. <laughs> so the movie, intentionally, the way they structured it, it was broken up into five acts, I'm pretty sure. And at the end of each act, it would be, it was, it was at the moments where, you know, uh, big, big thing would, would happen and it would end and then it would randomly cut to like something completely different. It was like, oh, whoa, okay. We're in a different space now. Well, Mm -hmm. at least in my theater, it would cut to black. It would fade out into black and it would pause for a second. And then the next act would come on. So that was how it went. And they were all pretty well paced. The last act was like. A whole third of the movie, like, <laughs> is it really, act, 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 huge, so, long wait, and then last act, and it, or I'm sorry, it was yeah. like last act, and then huge, long wait, and then the end of the movie. So, so some things were okay paced. There was other parts that were like actually horrendously paced. There was some repetitive parts. The middle part. Here's, oh my fuck. Yeah, the middle God. part was bad. Here's what I don't understand. <laughs> we started off with it being narrated by Jake. 
we lose that, which is fine. It comes back, I shit you not, for three lines in the middle of narration and never again for the whole movie. We, not even Towards at the end, the end, really. Oh, at the at the end, he yeah. gets, yeah, I guess, but it's like on him. So I guess that's kind of different. Like, that's sure. more, I'm thinking that's like his thoughts, his inner thoughts, instead of like him narrating what's going on story wise. That feels a bit different. But you're right. Yeah, he got a voiceover at the end. Yeah. But there was legit narration at the beginning in a little bit well, in the middle. Yeah. And it never came back. In the beginning, he's catching us up to speed about everything that's happened. And then towards the end, he wraps it up with narrating. a neat little bow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, there was literally a part in the middle where they're in the water and he starts narrating again. And I was like, forgot dude could narrate. <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah. I, so, I mean, it starts off with a story about, you know, Jake and his family leaving. And then this whole middle portion of the movie is about his family assimilating. But more specifically, it's about his kids, mm-hmm. which is fine. I'm okay. There was with some it. interesting parts. There were some interesting parts. It drags in this middle portion where his kids are getting so bullied. And it's like, okay, get to the fucking point. And then his younger son befriends a whale. And then there's a whole, oh my God, like an, an hour and a half into the movie, they introduce a whole whale hunting subplot with a, a, a new mini boss who has a, a cartoonish <laughs> mini boss who says stuff like, let's get this bang or like some weird. He let's get this bang. He literally yeah. said that. He literally said His that. Number two what does that fucking mean? Jermaine, let's get this bank? Means let's oh, get this money. He said, oh, I thought he said bang. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, he said bang. He's no, just like bang. a douchey sales okay, boss. Okay. He's like a, but then, he's a sales boss. Yeah. But then they also. It, after he's introduced like two hours into the movie, then they also introduce like a sort of not re- not really a MacGuffin, but a new substance that they have to obtain on the planet. And it's like I don't care at this point. We're he two goes, hours into this it, movie. He said this grants eternal life, huh? What? <laughs> oh yeah, they they they, they drop that bomb all subliminally. It's Are pretty, you shit? There there that one line is like James Cameron setting up the whole rest of the series. He's, yeah. like, he's like, okay. Oh no, yeah, they'll they'll remember this in fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Also, I, I'm sure we've talked about this, but I, I thought her name was Eddie Falco, but it's Edie Falco. She mm-hmm. was uh, the the captain the of the U.S. Uh, government now she's like we're here to build like a planet like we're here to live here now earth's done so i think it's really funny the first one they're like oh we're just here as miners and now they're like no 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 we need a new home so like earth's <laughs> they they fucked it in their short amount of time at home yeah and so it doesn't Edie seem Falco, like it's been that long <laughs> yeah i know Edie falco did an interview on the view where she said she shot her scenes for the movie over four years ago and she assumed the movie had just come out and and had flopped because she heard nothing about it. So she was shocked when all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, Avatar, Way of Water. She's like, I did that forever ago. Yeah. Really she never funny. even checked. Never didn't even yeah, didn't check, didn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just assumed. I was like, ah, oh, well, no one's brought that up to me yet. So I'm just going <laughs> to win them all. Life. Yeah. 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 Her um, character was so annoying. It had the exoskeleton. Well, there was an so unreal bad. number of people coffee. drinking coffee. There was her exoskeleton always had a coffee bug. And I couldn't believe it. Really trying to drive home the point how casual all this future tech is. It's like okay, we get it. They can. It's a fucking exoskeleton. <sighs> um, uh, Kate Winslet also joins the cast. She was she was the the queen of the, the new tribe. I think. Oh, something like that. I didn't know. I believe. Yeah. I liked her. She's the wife who's pregnant. 
You guys think if I just start hissing at people I disagree with, they'll understand the reference? Like, oh, does Avatar sure. have that big of a cultural impact? No. People are like, Avatar no. was so good. And I go, Here's did how they you know. do that in the first no. one? I don't no. remember. I don't think so. I feel like they did. <laughs> if they, like, if the they... movie, I go, I don't remember them doing that. People talk about this as the greatest movie ever, but it really doesn't have that big of a cultural imprint. Or this movie specifically, I'll talk about maybe is, is because have you seen one single Avatar meme since this movie has come out? <laughs> Nobody's parodying this. No one's making jokes boy. about it. No one's sending memes to their friends because you, you watch I, it and it's a good viewing experience. But the story doesn't. But stick it's not with relatable because it is. It is a pretty simplistic narrative, and yeah. it's so, well executed. But if you're going to try to make broad the point, base. yeah, I think you're trying to make the point. And that I do this think is the memes are like. I think you're wrong. I think memes are like a touchstone as mm-hmm. to like how popular or relevant something is. I'm not even trying to make like a joke, but like the more memes you see of something, the more people like understand it's, and are yeah. in on that inside joke. Yeah, like I, I get what you're saying. It's part it, of the zeitgeist it, at that point. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Hasn't yeah. broken word, in. Good word. You know, despite the huge box office numbers, not one person at work. Or in Slack has been like, hey, has anyone seen the new Avatar? You're like, no, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just chronically online, so I see people talking about this movie, and and we have a podcast where we watch stuff, so we we you, you know, know kind of have to be talking about and keeping was up with shockingly content. dead. I, yeah, I checked out the subreddit recently, dead, which I was I was like, guys, the movie's out, <laughs> let's talk about it. Yeah, but. I think that's part of the problem. And uh, look, we're like 30 minutes in and we could still, we could give you a recap of like what happens. It will be done by 45 minutes. Like there's just not a ton like of plot points that occur. Like Brendan said, all the stuff happens in the last act, like in the last like hour of the movie. They're like, Oh wait, all these, all these things happen now. The whale hunters and, uh, and uh, the army and uh, the water tribe, they're all going to clash. And, there was the most ridiculous, repetitive thing at the end there. He's got three kids kidnapped. And then Jake Scully comes in and they do this big battle. And then they get one kid and two kids, two of the same kids get kidnapped again. And he's like, all right, Scully, we got the same deal as before. I was like, we just did 45 minutes and we ended up in the same spot. Yeah. I go, yeah. what was the point of all that? It's just like Brendan said, it's lazy. It feels lazy more than anything because you can have all of that happen and still make it not like there were so many lazy lines. Literally he's talking to him in the earpiece and he's like, listen, we got the same deal as before. And Scully's mourning over his son. Like he's not like responding. And he goes, I'm going to assume you're listening. Why? Why would you assume he's listening right now? There's no re he had so many bad lines. The general where Uh he had leaps in logic too. I was just like, where is he getting this idea from? He, he at one point goes, you already lost one son tonight. How'd he know that? How do you know that? How did he know that? Because <laughs> he's all trading. I'll, I'll be oh, the devil's okay. advocate. <laughs> also, they did a funeral at the end for the son. Did they only lose one person in this battle? That's amazing if that's true. <laughs> yeah. I know. Everyone else disappeared after they got into the heat of the battle. I was like, where did mm. all those... You had an army. Where did that Where group of people go? <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Also, can we just talk about how much easier it was for this general who like was just born as an avatar to like 
tame this beast that was like a whole half of the movie. It took three hours one. last time. Yeah, it took yeah. so long for them to get a hold of these beasts. And this guy did it in like five minutes. I could have done with less animal bonding <gasps> scenes after the yep. first one. I fucking get it. I get it. They're connected with You don't nature. like when the tentacles all do the thing? That's fine, but they connect with six different animals in this movie. I only need it once. And then I know. How, how many animals do it. have them? Um, I did think no. from the first one it was like, this is your animal. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I thought it was like your starter Pokemon. Yeah, like, like yeah. yeah, I agree. Like, have, this is your one. They're like, oh, we trade. We trade in the freaking winged ones for the sea ones now. Yeah. And then there were the underwater butterfly. It's like, dude, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. They had the she's, kids all bond she's with the Jesus. The the like the sea turtle things, Loch Ness monster looking ones, and then Jake has to bond with one that f- kind of hovers above uh, the water but flutters its tail to propel itself in the water. And then <laughs> they have the son fun. do the one it was with the way whale. too long. And then they she's discover like, the ones that are the butterfly the wings. And then Quaritch does one. So this know. is the other thing is they have so like, much. they were like, oh, this one just provides you oxygen. And I was like, why would you go anywhere without that one? <laughs> like, why would you Why would you not have Kiri, one on deck? Kiri at the end is like summoning the sea animals. And there, was a, there was a herd of the butterfly wings, the underwater uh, breathing like, ones. Kiri, do like, something. <laughs> But she doesn't bother bringing those. She's like, I'll just light the way. I don't know. I disagree with a lot of things about this movie. But oh, a lot of a uh, lot of lapses in under logic, two hours. Sure. I think I would have left the movie singing its praises. But I agree. I really think you could have cut it down if they could if have you don't done let it James Cameron minutes. do his James Cameron stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There was parts. It felt like a documentary. That I kept saying in my head, like. I'm on a tour of Navi. Like, I just don't yeah. care it's enough. It's a theme like, park ride. It's a theme. Oh, that's a great way to put it. It feels like a theme park ride and a video game cutscene. <laughs> like, yeah. because it just literally, the running, it felt like a video game cutscene. Some of the, like, oh, here, we're at Three Brothers Rocks. <laughs> like, oh, okay. This oh. feels like a cutscene. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know Navi geography now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know this movie is going to be on in Best Buy, the Best Buy TV section for the next fucking 20 years. Until like, yeah. Avatar 3 comes it's a, out. It's a nice yeah. screensaver, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. That being said, we're shitting on it. Like I said, I, I think it looked a lot better in the water. So I, I'm not kidding. Oh, it absolutely did. Every the, you, know, scene, you know the scene? Which one? You know you know the scene where he's got like the, he ties his hand up in the leather? Yeah. And then, they, and then he's going and it and it like yeah. out. I, I was like, whoa, that, I mean, that CGI was incredible. The, I don't know if that was real or not, the leather. I think they had like but... performers do it though. Like I've, it's crazy. I think they still Man, apply it effects so good. to it. So yeah. here's the thing though. The movie ain't going to cost a billion dollars. Also, if you take an hour off of this movie, because you'd save so much in visual effects. Like, it just is so mind boggling to me. And I also hear James Cameron does visual effects for like all of it and then cuts the movie down, which makes it cost even more. Evan's rolling his eyes for people who are just (laughs) listening. He's so annoyed. Uh... So this is the other thing is I want to give James Cameron his respect because, you know, in Hollywood, in movie making history, he will be someone we talk about. But man, I'm not kidding. Over these last two years of headlines, 
I've come to like really dislike the guy. <laughs> like he seems like a pompous ass. Yeah. The only and like we, we Evan sent me an article where James Cameron had to miss the the worldwide debut due to COVID, and I was like, I'm not a monster. I feel for the guy. Like he spent so much time <laughs> on this movie, but like everything else that I've read about him, I've just been like, ugh, ugh, ugh. like it makes me so annoyed. No notes yeah, on well. his next Avatar script. Well, actually, maybe it was Avatar four. Holy yeah. fuck! I think three might be. Yeah, he said Avatar made. three. He got one, one, uh, one page one of notes note. back okay. for. I think three is almost done. So hopefully, yeah, ready three, for this? Three is almost done. If three comes out at a reasonable time, he he probably is gonna salvage this to be a successful five part series. But like, I'm not kidding. I think he's pulling it out of his ass. This was never intended to be a five part series. I think that's the other no. thing we're missing. I do not think after the first movie was ever intended to be a sequel until a couple years ago when he was like, I could probably make a lot of money if I made a sequel on this. <laughs> and then instead I, of a sequel, he was like, no, no, no. He's like, it's always been a five-part series. And you're like, shut yeah. up, dude. They announced the the name of the sequel, I think. Did you guys see it? I did. I think I sent it to you. Uh, Brendan, have you seen it? We, I want your live I reaction. I have it. What is okay, it? Okay, Evan, read it. Do you have it? Uh, I don't have it right. But isn't it okay, Avatar? Okay, hold on. I think I got it. What is it? Something in the air? I got it. I got it. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. It is called is Avatar. It, is it uh, the Three Brothers Rocks? No. No. It's even, you're not, I, I could give you a hundred guesses and you'd never guess it. Okay. It is oh called my God. Avatar, the Seed Bearer. <laughs> what does that fucking mean? Okay. Bet, okay. What in the world? I'm going to give you an actual prediction. Who is bearing the seed? I'm oh, going to give wait. you an actual prediction. What? Okay, I think yeah. one of the trees comes under attack, and they have to plant a new one somewhere. That's my guess. Do you think it's that the That was government? the whole plot of the first movie. <laughs> was the big tree fucking getting oh. destroyed by the government. But maybe not. <laughs> also, the fact that he didn't die, I literally was like, this guy is going to be the villain in every movie. <laughs> I thought I he died. Spider is going to freaking join him and i will say i like the moral greatness i like spider was like this guy actually saved my life by putting his knife down i'm gonna i'm gonna return the favor like i like spider's just sort of internal struggle that he almost like hasn't come to terms with yet like he hasn't Mm -hmm. even started like it's just starting to bubble over so like the spider stuff was a bit interesting to me but like for the most part like also how did we not see spiders uh like little spider what, what is all the outfits here? Like, I swear to God, there was so many times his little loincloth was flapping. And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, okay, no, I, I know, right? Shit. You got you got Top Gun over here controlling the speed and then Tarzan in the loincloth right next Unreal. to him in the same frame. I was like, what movie yeah. is this? <laughs> it's, oh man, it was, it was so bizarre. Uh, Jane, to, to your point, though, you know, when you're James Cameron and you made Titanic, you know, you can you can be an asshole. I'm pretty sure South Park made fun of James Cameron being an asshole, and I didn't like yeah. get it at the time. I was kind of like, what? Know. I don't know why they. Oh, James, an James Cameron in Hollywood is notoriously an asshole. There there no, are no, no, no. stories of his crew poisoning him with PCP. Oh my to, god! They, you sent me this. They made shirts that said, "I survived James Cameron." Fuck James Cameron! Like wow. these people hate him but it's because he asks the impossible from them and then he's, you're, you're gonna make say, this alien look possible. wet i swear to god 
Yeah, and then they say, James Cameron, that's not possible, sir. You better fucking figure it out. It's, we got $2 billion, so go this ahead. This alien's eyes are going to be uh-huh. drained of life by the time he says his last word, I swear to God. And yeah, yeah that's like there are points where you could get lost, like you forget, like, oh, yeah, this is all visual effects. Because I think that's where I always go to is like them touching things or things touching them. How realistic yeah. does it look? So like her like napping in the grass, that looked good, but like the grass looked like cartoon grass, like not cartoon, like yeah. video game grass. Like yeah, that's uh, once they got out of the forest. I'm not kidding. The visual effects for me like jumped up like night and day. Whereas before, I was like, I don't know, I don't get why everyone loves this so much. The water was where I really was like, mm, I'm 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 seeing whatever. The VFX in general though, they weren't worth. 12 years of waiting. That's <laughs> yeah. just bottom line. It's like the movie's whole selling point was the VFX. It wasn't yeah. worth the 12 no. years of waiting. Not at all. I think one thing that makes it a tough sell is that the Navi, as good and almost hyper-realistic as they look, they're not super expressive. They've got like two expressions, <laughs> which is a blank face and a furrowed brow. Oh, Evan, you're and that's so about right. It. And it, it, it makes it hard to connect with Jake Sully, with his family. I got like the most random bit of tidbit. And not to follow up Evan's really great point, but that is so good is their facial expressions are lacking. They just, maybe that's how the Devere design. Um, did you notice the one water one? The, the one teal uh, that had the, the Sammy haircut from Survivor? Yes, yes. Yeah. He looked just, yeah. he popped up on screen. I was oh like, Sammy? God. Even he had the same build too. He looked like a choke. He literally it did, bro. So funny. I was screaming. Oh That's a reference only Survivor fans will get, but uh, it, 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 yeah. it looked just like him. So that was something that I did really like. I didn't realize that the people were different colors. That was a nice touch. Shade. That was a nice detail that they they evolved differently. This new tribe of Navi. Tails. They have wider arms. They have tails that can propel them in water. And yeah. I think a better movie would have just let that detail be in the background and an astute observer would be like, oh, that's they neat detail. So much but they like they point it out like yeah. your tails are different. Yeah. And it's like Yeah, I could have gone without the tail discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> that would have I didn't need that to, well, to understand. I also felt like they got a little bit of hate. And then people were warming up to him, and then it was just like bully to eleven again. I was like, hold uh-huh. on, the pacing always felt really off to me. And then even mm-hmm. after they made friends, they still weren't like actually friends, but they kind of were. It was it was interesting, and they were like the only right, kids I, in the village. <laughs> I got a question friends. for you guys. Um, I think we've you know we've pointed out the few things that we do like. What was, in your opinion, the worst part of the movie? The worst moment? I have oh moment. Mine's just moments. the worst like moment where sure sure here you know whatever but like you know what's the moment where you're in the theater yeah. and you're thinking oh my god this it's, oh god it's, what is going on if if you break it up into three hours it's between it's at the end of hour one and like most of hour two it's so boring it mm-hmm. like Evan said it does not trust its audience with anything it explains every little detail we went over the tail shit so many times we get it and then he had to give us a visual of it like a long drawn out visual of it and i was like dude trust your audience we're not dumb we understand that a thicker tail swishing back and forth (laughs) is gonna make them fucking better swimmers and it just like they literally if they chopped almost every scene in half it would have 
just been like so much better. And so I I don't know. I'm sure if you give me a second, I'll I'll think of a moment. But like I said, it's just in the middle. It just was literally so boring, in my opinion. (laughs) It's agonizing. Yes. Yeah. Evan, Um, do you have a moment or (laughs) moments? I mean, I agree. It's that middle portion. And it's more, I'll, I'll say for story and narrative reasons, it's like the first maybe 30 to hour of the movie. They set up uh, Quaritch coming back. Uh, Jake Sully and his family's on the run. That's the central conflict of this movie. And then take this long roundabout detour to go yeah. into saving the whales, which I get beautiful message. Like the whales, but it's that's a different movie altogether. That's it was, they yeah. put a ninety-minute movie in this three-hour movie of like saving the whales, the little whale hunter uh, mini You're villain sorry. who gets like a, 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 a graphic. <laughs> kill off scene gets his arm fucking mangled which is like kind well, that of that was a cool a, moment though a moment arm. yeah there was a moment uh before he gets killed <laughs> off he's in the little speedboat with jermaine clement yeah. and uh uh they're hunting the whale with the missing fin and they're getting kind of outsmarted by Moby this whale Dick. and jermaine clement goes i thought you were supposed to be the uh, intelligent species and someone clapped and i was like really like that did it for you like that line that was my moment too because in this action sequence i'm actually starting to enjoy it things are picking up things are good jermaine i love jermaine he's in one yeah. of my favorite tv shows of all time flight of the concords but and he did an amazing oh. american accent where i actually questioned if it was him i recognized him and i was like that can't be him back to it him all of the sudden being on death's doorstep from the whales after going a decent amount of time career whale hunting now on death's doorstep he's like sarcastically rooting for the whale i just i didn't buy (laughs) yeah in your last living moments dude you're not all of a sudden team whale yeah yeah dude no you're all in survival mode yeah exactly it took me out of it it really took me out of the moment when i was really oh my god yeah, no, it, it feels like they wrote the script up to that point, and then his wife called and said, dinner's ready, and he went and ran downstairs, ate dinner, and came back. And was like, where know, was all I? All stuffed, fat, <laughs> and happy. Yeah, where was I? Yeah. That's that's what it's, uh, no, it feels like. It took like. me out. For me, I have to say, my least favorite moment, and it's, it's sad because it's probably in the most cutting moment of the whole movie, it's when his son is dying, and his son is like on the ground looking up and he's like, dad, dad, I have to tell you. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> no, he dies. Is it... like, what? <laughs> what? I know. It was too what cheesy. What is that? Oh my God. It made, it made me like kick and scream <laughs> in my seat. Like, there's no way you just he did spends, that. He spends all of the seed bearer being like, what was he going to tell me? What was he yes. going to tell me? <laughs> yes. Yes. And then Jake has no follow-up. There's uh-huh. no, like, what were you going <laughs> to no say? No emotional reaction. What were you going to yeah. say? He was like, but, well, he's dead. Damn. All right. And I, damn, you feel yeah. that in that moment, he dies, and it's like, I actually couldn't even begin to imagine what he was about to say, because I don't know anything yes. about this character. Like, and he they don't got the least screen time yeah. of all the 
that honestly, if you had yeah, told man. me one you of them the was gonna die, end of everything, I I could have told you it would have been him because the others all have plots. Even the baby mm. who had so little screen time has more of a plot oh, his, than the older brother. His Already, brother, his younger brother, his villain arc just started. His 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 younger brother. The last thing he said to him, he was like, "I gotta go talk to this whale." He's like, "You're no brother of mine. He's my brother." That was sad, and then it just yeah. breaks out into all out uh, war. So that was, you know, but we never highlight it. Like, there's no moment of him being like, ah, I didn't get to say sorry. Like, I didn't mean it. Hopefully uh-huh. that's coming. But, like, that would have made this death more. Like, I wasn't sad about the death until they were burying him, if I'm being honest. And then I yeah. questioned. I was like, is he the only one who died? <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, they, they couldn't figure out whether they wanted to focus on the characters or on, like, the planet, like, the overworld. I'm a character guy. I yeah. am too. I wish they had, had done more of it. So yeah, I, I, I think, think they scratched the surface a little. But some of the praises that people sing for these movies are perhaps the themes outside of the visual. And it kind of asks you to grapple with this idea of colonialism and environmentalism. Save and, the planet. But they don't actually ask you to engage with those ideas. Of that course, people are going to even... love a, a white savior movie where the hero is naturally good at everything in the native world. Uh, and, and then also makes you feel some of the things uh, about these real world struggles without actually sort of engaging with those ideas. I don't think that's necessarily deserved praise. Um, and I know he has gotten some heat in the past <gasps> for comments he's made about like, Oh, the Lakota actual indigenous American people should have, just fought harder. They didn't try hard enough. It's like, I don't know. I don't think he is. That's uh, the story of the Navi. They just fought harder. Yeah. So, and that's how they overcame you the know. sky people. There is a very fine line of like having a theme and like asking the audience, like to put yourself in some shoes or like grapple with a tough decision or like this, that, or whatever. This movie really does not do that. It just uses these, general themes like you said almost as like sympathy points i think that's actually a really good point i'm gonna compare it to another thing we recently covered it's like it's like in i mean granted this movie does a better job of exploring it but it's like in black adam when it when the kid in the first 10 minutes they're like these are oppressors shut up oppressor guy at the traffic stop like oh you know and, and it's like this pseudo-colonialism message but mm-hmm. don't actually dig into it it's just like a fact and Very it's a made-up country so it's so like yeah, it's, it's really not the most level thing you yeah. can that you can write to just uh just so the audience knows that. it's not something you actually is, want to focus on but it's yeah you have to make it presently known to the audience yeah and this yeah. is a much um, better exploration of it or maybe than the first it's one. It's a more in-depth than Black Adam is per se, but I don't think it's actually I needed you here you a couple weeks ago, Brendan, for Black Adam. I was I hated <laughs> oh they all hated God. it and I loved it. <laughs> you, you, know, know, I, blast. But you know what? But you know what? I've, I you know what? I'm actually glad you brought this up. I think it's valuable in this conversation because Black Adam is another movie that wasn't a very script heavy movie. I, I could not even tell you True. what went on or like mattered in terms of like the plot like it wasn't that great of a plot movie but the vfx i i sure as hell remember dwayne the rock johnson barreling (laughs) down the camera looking looking like a mighty bean i remember him disintegrating someone (laughs) via lightning looking like a mighty bean yeah the one the one shot that i remember or the one uh line that i remember is one 
whoever the the supporting was like, you're going to be on lunchboxes. He was like, I don't need a box for my lunch. <laughs> it's so good. Like, this is something what I, badass. That was my defense yeah. for the movie, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Every line he said, badass. So, um, this is yeah, what I'm it, saying. It was funny, but it, it was like. They could have done that with Avatar. So that but was... he, he was too yeah. Mark Wahlberg. He needs to have actually assimilated to the Naveen. <laughs> he, I'm not joking. He has like his, it's just in the way he, he Mark speaks. Mark Wahlberg. Like it would be small things. Like I'm also, I'm also laughing at the sticker Evan just said. <laughs> it's the fucking toy, the Rock, toy the Rock Johnson. So uh, the, the thing with that is like, oh, I lost my train of thought. It just like, I don't know. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. He like lost. So he is like, I, I can see it, Evan. <laughs> He's coming in hot. It's going on right now. <laughs> We're oh free balling. He w- called people of Earth sky people. But I genuinely think he only did that because that's all they would be able to refer to them by. He changed nothing else of his dialect. He was just literally New York, Sam, whatever his name is. <laughs> and so I just wanted to see more of like, you know, Zoe is his character barely can speak. Like how maybe that's something I'm missing, but I felt like he talked to the water people the whole time. So I don't know. It just was like he doesn't feel like his kids I get are supposed to be part of both worlds. Like they were like the demon blood. You have the four fingers. <laughs> That was another one. I was like, did I miss that from the first movie? I don't remember them only having three versus four fingers. Whatever. But that was another one they spent so much time on, the, the discrimination of it. And it was just like, I think we get it with a couple of examples. Yeah. Um, Just because I don't think it would be worth anyone's time to go through this beat by beat because we've hit most of the major plot points here. What um What have we not discussed, either good or bad, about the movie that – you know, before we start wrapping up here, you think needs to be noted. Do, uh, what do either of you guys have anything? I think the general viewing experience for your everyday moviegoer would be a lot greater in this movie if there were more colors outside of just turquoise. Mm. I really enjoyed the visuals. Boy. The visuals really added a lot to the story for me. Yeah. When it turned to nighttime and they added the green and the red. And I know that's such a small, minute detail because it's it's again it's a it's a more visual, it's a visceral thing. But Waterworld, baby. Um, but man, just just sitting and staring at the same color for two and a half hours is is really hard, um, or you know three hours is really hard. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they did that because they were so limited technologically, and they figured if we're gonna take this big leap, we may as well set ourselves up for success. It's kind of the same thing that uh, Dune did. Dune from last year did. Um, you know, they used a lot of brown screen instead of green screen just because yeah. they wanted to match that colorway. But when, as as we go further into the future and these sorts of technologies become more, um, you know, household, I guess, is a, is a good way to put it. These movies are going to start being made in a similar fashion, but they're going to be able to incorporate a lot more color and it's going to make things look a lot more natural and it's going to be really, really cool. Um, overall... If I had to sum up the movie, I'll throw this one to my father. I asked my dad, um, if you could sum up the movie in one sentence, what would you say? And he didn't even use the full sentence. He just said underwhelming. So, <laughs> All right. That's why. Hey, shout out movie. Eric Smith. <laughs> yeah, that was good, Brandon. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, Evan. Shout out. This movie set a Guinness World Record, I believe, for longest underwater scene or take. Mm. 
and I think Kate Winslet mm-hmm. set the record with like a seven minute underwater scene. What scene was that? There's no scene where her character is underwater for an extended period of time. I'm sure it's on the cutting room floor. Um, yeah, I, I, underwhelming is a good way to put it. Uh, just, if, you know, if you're thinking about going to watch this movie, I want to give you the best analogy that I can of what that experience would be like within this podcast. It would be like if we started covering a different movie right now for the next hour and then came back to avatar two in hour three so i don't know it was too long i'm sure we're coming off hot because it's it's so fresh and and it's it is a fine movie it is okay Mm -hmm. you will probably enjoy it it's a little long go to the bathroom before you do uh but if movies that drag on are not your thing uh if tight uh uh, you know scripts and storylines are your thing you probably won't enjoy this or enjoy it as much as people are raving uh about it online agree yeah okay so my closing thoughts here i think the big thing with the movie is while my bar was so low it probably met my expectations like my bar was so low like I was not thrilled going into it, and maybe I left a little more excited about it than I, you know, I was like really dreading seeing a three-hour movie and podcasting for an hour plus about a movie I didn't like. I was like, that sounds like a horrible, horrible way to spend my day off. I'm just not even going to lie. Like, I only have so many days off. This is not how I want to spend it, talking four-plus hours about Avatar Way of Water. But I think... That I, um, without this podcast, would not have gone and seen it. And I guess I'm a little glad I saw it in a theater versus my TV screen. Because that's how it's meant to be viewed. But I just, I cannot understate enough how bad it is that I don't know every main character's name. Or, or like, the fact that I only know, like, three main characters' names. That's probably the or better way to put to it. know, yeah. Yeah. There's only, like, a few of them that I actually know. And I just, I, it cannot be understated that this movie is just unnecessarily long. Like, I, yeah. I, that is my biggest takeaway, that if you shave an hour off this movie, I think you will actually have something that is... It's a banger, I think almost. it's actually, like, pretty solid. If you can make this yeah, a tight... if you cut the middle out. If you cut the middle, cut the bullshit, and make it, like, a well-paced movie. That was, honestly, my big thing, is the pacing was so ass. The pacing was so ass, it actually had me believe it was going to end at an inappropriate spot and, like, leave you hanging for a third one. Because the pace, and I was like, if I sit through a three-hour movie and there's no conclusion, I'm going to be fuck. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to boo. I'll boo. I'll boo in this theater of crowded, this crowded theater. And I think this was a good representation of it is uh, I had a couple people that left, but we had uh, a few people that clapped after it was over. And I think most people will fall somewhere in between. I don't think if I I don't think I would have left like, okay, maybe this is a hot take. You know what? This is going to be a hot take. I can already tell. I think I enjoyed it more than the Fablemans. I thought that movie was so bad. So um, I just think if if you can take an hour off this movie, it is actually something I, I could say like, oh, yeah, I totally get why you are into Avatar 
as a whole. Like, but I just don't, maybe it's just me. Maybe I have ADHD. I'm antsy in theaters. Like I just, around this hour and a half mark, I was like, okay, I gotta be close. And I was like, I'm halfway. No, dude, no. It is a controversial movie though. So it will sell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. True. That is, it's good. That's the other thing. I don't want to, I don't think it's going to flop. I think it's going to break a record. No, no. I think it'll do fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it's going to be great. And so like, yeah. I, I, and I also don't want to take away from people that are like, I really love this movie, but I want to bring the conversation to a little more realistic of a point. <laughs> I think that's the, the, the whole purpose of it. Like yeah. we can, it was good. It was good. Let's talk about it from a good, <laughs> not a great perspective. You know, people that are defensive about the movie, they're like, it made a billion dollars at the box office. You know what? Another uh, uh, movie about a world underwater that made a billion dollars? Aquaman. And I love that movie, <laughs> but I know it's bad. That is no indication uh, of how good or bad a movie is. And I have to agree. Yeah. And I think that is where James Cameron's marketing, back to your uh, is earlier successful. point, really ties together mm-hmm. yeah he's a master at points. having people say why don't you you know go and make your own opinion mm. the one that really pissed me off was the people like oh when are you gonna use the bathroom in a three-hour movie he was like just uh whenever you want and i was like what what are you talking about like that's <laughs> so sh- i you how can you say miss parts of my movie whenever you want i just it made me yeah. so mad um, he goes, do it when my son dies. The scene sucks anyways. <laughs> yeah, he, it's like he wanted you to miss certain Jeez. things. But That's And terrible. I told Evan this actually before we... I went to the bathroom three times because we're on a planet of water. Like, <laughs> it's going to make people have to go pee. Yeah. Unfucking believable I went three times almost every hour mark. I'm surprised oh, I made it through without going uh, to the bathroom. You're I was immediately Superman. anxious, though. I was immediately <laughs> anxious about it. Okay. That was some good closing thoughts. Do we have news? Letterbox? What do you want to do, Evan? This is on the more favorable side. Four stars. Leaving Pandora and coming back into our shit reality. After the movie ends, top ten. Saddest moments. And I get that they're perhaps being hyperbolic about like, oh, I felt so sad to leave Pandora. But why? Nothing about the movie makes me so enthralled with the world of Pandora. The letterbox review is talking about missing Pandora when you leave, like wanting to leave. Pandora is not like the type of world, like where, um, like not to bring this up, but like the Harry Potter world where you're like, I want to live at Hogwarts and do magic. Like who wants to be like, I want to camp out on Navi and like swim underwater <laughs> for several minutes. And like, I just uh-huh. don't see that. Maybe I'm not a camper. I don't know. Like, I guess, the only the how to train your dragon parts are the only times I'm like yeah that's when I want to be there, but like other than that like it's a dangerous fucking world I kind of don't want to live there war <laughs> <Yeah>, torn <laughs> like I don't want to be there what the hell? yeah what the heck so um yeah that was a favorable review though let me uh let me pull up one here um, die without the oxygen mask yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so I yeah. was literally like. Poor, I was like, what a good move they took Spider out because no way he's breathing underwater in this new water world. But then he comes and his oxygen mask, I was like, oh, it's now a scuba mask. I was like, okay, great yeah, technology. It just works all purpose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have any reviews ever. Do you have another uh, one? I'm yeah, sorry. One more. Uh, two and a half stars. It's better than the first. I agree with that. <laughs> two and a half stars. Better than the first. I agree. True, uh, Brendan, true. do you agree? Think it was better or worse than the first one? 
I am going to go with the first one, honestly. Wow. But I think for me, that really does come down to viewing experience. I was nine years old. It's one of the few movies from when I was a kid that I still remember sitting down and like actually mm -hmm. watching for the first time. It's, and you know, I don't remember a whole lot, but I do remember, wow, those blue people look super freaking real. Yeah. And that was, you know, as a nine year old, you know, like that, we were watching like VHS tapes back then. Mm -hmm. So for that kind of technology to come out in theaters, I was madly impressed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really cool. I mean, for this this specific movie, I was more interested to see his follow-up after this 13-year gap between the first yeah. and the second. After this movie, it was a fine movie. I don't need to see the third. There, I don't, I don't think, think there's I need to see anything the third, that will be able to theaters. get me back. Yeah, yeah. If it's on streaming, nah. th oh, let's play this game. How soon do you guys think this will be on streaming? How long do you think he tries to ride out the, the movie theaters? Because back in the day, he would have done it like a whole year, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you can do that anymore. How, how many months? Is 45 yeah. days now. There's no way he does that. He won't do the norm. No, he'll probably do like 60. 60 days? I was thinking he's going to try to give squeeze. It, give it two more weeks. I think so... what will happen is it'll go out of theaters, and then like a month later, he's going to be like, for the last time in theaters before streaming, and it'll be in theaters again for a month in 2023. I, that's my guess. Like, catch it one last time before it goes away forever in theaters, and that'll. My guess is that's legit going to be like June. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. I I'm yeah. calling it. So, um, that's uh, yeah. Like I said, a lot of people love it. Some people don't like it. We're just we're we're in the middle here. We're we're staunchly in the we're middle the slash middle, yeah. <laughs> yeah bottom <laughs> bottom middle <laughs> Un underwhelmed underwhelmed yeah. as Eric Smith said underwhelmed <laughs> yeah yeah. <clears throat> What uh? Do you have any uh, news, Evan, that we want to get uh, to? Anything pressing? We covered the name of the third one. That was my most pressing news. The yeah, seed. New, new what is it again? The, the seed bearer. bearer. Oh, they just botched that. The tweet like, actually oh. says, the tweet's pretty funny. It says, Avatar the Seed Bearer and Sonic the Hedgehog 3 will premiere in theaters on the same day, December 20, 2024. Which one will you go see first? Sonic 3, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Evan oh. says Sonic. So, okay. Yeah, um, absolutely. But the, the quote tweet says, Avatar the what? Because it's Avatar the Seed Bearer. <laughs> the what? Uh, that is bizarre, dude. Super Nintendo World news. opens oh, yeah. at Universal Studios in Hollywood on February 17th, 2023. That's soon in February. Yeah. Uh, that's Two crazy. Months. Oh, I got one. Stranger Things is coming out with an anime spinoff. <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay, I'm interested. Right. It'll take place in Tokyo as in the 1980s as uh, some teens deal with uh, the Upside Down. Okay, cool. I'm here for an anime. Interesting. Okay, um, I don't. I don't have any more news. I think the big one was the seed bearer. <laughs> I just try, I'm trying to say it as many times as I can now before we finish. Avatar four, come dumpster. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god, that's why they said holy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they said holy fuck. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um. Let's, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Not a great movie. I will say I probably had more fun talking badly yeah. about the movie I had a good than I did <laughs> actually going and seeing the movie. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Thanks for having me on, boys. Pleasure as always. Let's wrap up here. Uh, Evan, you have anything last uh, you want to get out before I uh, wrap us up? Uh, no, I, I'm all good. Okay. 
Well, I got to take a picture of the freeze frame Evan's been on. <laughs> okay, get a picture of it. Evan's like smiling like it's going to be what he's doing. Okay. Yeah, I know. You're, you're going to see it. All right. So let me decide us off here. So for more Two Dudes, please check us out on Apple, Spotify, also on YouTube. Our YouTube's been growing actually a lot lately. Go check it out. Subscribe. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rate and review, as well as uh, you can follow us on Spotify. Evan just got the picture. He's laughing hysterically. <laughs> so we uh, appreciate you guys coming and listening to us, uh, you know, air out our grievances of, of Avatar Way of Water. But uh, whether you enjoyed it or not, thank you for being here with us. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of the podcast. Sorry about the technical difficulties, Brendan. We will catch you next time. So do us watch cartoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not loading. You could just add it. Yeah, I'll just add it.